Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you want things good, and that's what we're That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful service. Glory to God. So, um, this evening's discussion is titled Navigator, How to be Led by the Spirit. Glory to God. Psalm 16, verse 7. Psalm 16, verse 7. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. Job 32, 8. But it is the Spirit in a person the breath of the Almighty that gives him understanding. Proverbs 3, 5-6 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Glory to God. So we began this series, you know, following course of your life. Started by saying the purpose of life is Jesus. And we said last week, the purpose of life is knowing Jesus. Now, these two above will help us to understand the hidden of the Spirit. Okay? Now, when you know the purpose of life is Jesus Christ, then you know, you know to run your every action and decision by Him. Okay? You don't just run your things by yourself. You run it by knowing that the purpose of your life is Jesus. Glory to God. So, you run it by Him, so you are sure that, you know, you are running your life, your actions and decisions, you know, by you know, by his purposes for your life. Glory to God. So, if you don't get this part right, that your life is all about Christ, then it will be hard for you to, for you to, you know, lay down every action, you know, to his um, desires for you. So, first things first, purpose of life is Jesus. And secondly, purpose of life is knowing Jesus. So, you can then go ahead and talk about, you know, how to discern his will for you in every situation. Okay. So you should know this. God wants to lead you. He wants to lead you through life. Okay, is with you to help navigate constantly in the will of God. Okay, the Holy Ghost in the believer is in us to help us navigate constantly through life. Okay, so so and of course live a life of, of guesswork of you know you're about to say a yishe yoshe you know try and error. All right, your life is much more than shoot and hope for the best. Okay, you are called to live by purpose, to live on the direction and the leading of the spirit. Okay, one major work of the Holy Ghost to the believer is in direction. Direction. Okay, so you've got in you a navigator. Okay, in the person of the spirit to help you navigate through life is why he is in you forever. Okay, glory to God. John fourteen sixteen. John fourteen sixteen. Hallelujah. He says, and I will ask the Father, and he'll give you another, another you know, helper. You know, Amplified says, helper, comforter, 
advocate, intercessor, and counselor. Amen. So he's in you as your helper, meaning your comforter, your advocate, your what? Intercessor, counselor, strengthener, and standby to be with you forever. Amen. So he's in you for what? For comfort, for you know, your advocate, okay? Your intercessor, your counselor, strengthener, and standby. See, it just means that he's in you as everything. He's in you as everything. That everything you will ever need to succeed in life is in you by the person of the Spirit. So, when you need comfort, you know, and there's no boy to comfort your life, glory to God, you have, you have the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know, there are times when you just feel like, you know, I need to talk to somebody, I feel so, you know, so somehow, I feel down, there's not to cheer me up and all that. See, it is not, it's, not, it's not time to call a guy, okay? Why not talk to Jesus? Why not pray in tongues, okay? Why not just chat with the Holy Ghost and let him be your comforter? You know, we should learn how to use people to replace God in our lives. Yeah, you know, the reason why many young people want boyfriend is because they, they don't work with the Holy Spirit. So they, there's a vacuum in them that they use man to fill. And guess what? Trouble. All right? But when you learn to live your life by the Spirit, right? Even when it's time to choose a man or a lady, right? You know what to do, okay? You're not, you're not making a man to help your life or you want to date. You don't date me, I will die. No, no, no. You know you will be fine. You cannot die. Okay? You are sure because you have to look to you. So you are secure. With or without a man, you are secure. Yes, fine. No, fine. Nobody's going to die. Nobody's dying here. You know that, you know, the girl says, you know, like, you start crying. I can't live without you. I'm going to die without you. <laughs> Glory to God, right? When you've got the Holy Ghost, you are secure. You are secure. You are safe. When you know how to work with the Spirit of God, nothing can, sh- nothing shakes, nothing moves you. He calls, fine, he doesn't call. Mm. When my life is too much, I'm not in the game. Okay, nobody can tension your life. Okay, glory to God, glory to God. So when you learn to walk with the Spirit as your comforter, your advocate, your intercessor, counselor, and standby, you are secure, you are safe, you are wise. Glory to God. Okay. And when he says another helper, another comforter, the word there is alos parakletos. Alos means another of the same type, of the similar type. Then parakletos means the helper. Okay? So he's saying, I will send you another person like myself that will be to you what I am to you. So whatever Christ was to the disciples on the earth, that's what the Holy Ghost came to do. So to teach them, to comfort them. To lead them, to counsel them, okay, to 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 advocate their case, okay. So the Holy Ghost is in you. Whatever Christ was to the disciples, Amen. So it means that it is as good as having Jesus standing beside you every day. Glory to that, that's that's a good one. That's great. Now you have you know Jesus Himself by you every day by the Holy Ghost. So you're not alone. You are empowered. You are enabled. You are well counseled. You are grounded higher. So you, 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 are, you are formidable. You are strength. Why? You've got the Holy Ghost doing, you know, doing, playing the role of Jesus to you right now. And guess what? He is not coming and going out in, in, this, in this of the disciples and Jesus Christ. You can go and pray and let them know for a while, right? But this one is with you and in you forever. He's not saying, um, God, yeah, have peace. <laughs> Forgive my language, right? But it's with you forever. 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 Pray to God. So you've got to enjoy um, what it means to have the Holy Ghost with you forever. Hallelujah. So use no um, make use of this so you can be effective through life. Okay. John 14 26. 
John 14, 26. But the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, and standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, you know, uh, amplified version, says, he will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything I've told you. So, the Holy Ghost will teach you all things. The Holy Ghost will teach you all things. Amen. The Holy Ghost will teach you all things. It's with you to teach you all things. So do not zone into your summary of life, okay? Use the Holy Ghost in every area of your life. It's in you to teach you all things. To comfort you, counsel you, intercede with you, okay? So even when you pray, you know, when you pray in tongues, you are engaging the Holy Ghost in intercessory ministry. When you pray in tongues, you are, you are praying by the Holy Ghost himself. So you are praying accurately. Glory to God. When you are praying the Holy Ghost, you are praying effectively. Actively. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is interceding for you, you know, with groanings that cannot be altered. So you are praying accurately by the Holy Ghost, you know? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So go to John fifteen twenty six. John fifteen twenty six. But when you help her, the comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby comes. Whom I will send from the Father. That is the spirit of truth that comes from the Father. He will testify and bear witness about me. He will testify and bear witness about me. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost will always agree with Jesus. It says he will testify and bear what? This is about, this is about me. So, he will always agree with the word. Because Jesus Christ is the living word. He says, John, John 1 says, in the beginning was the word. The word was the God. And it was God. So, the, just himself is the living word. Is the written word. Is the living word. Amen. So, the Holy Ghost will always bear witness with the word. The Holy Ghost will not counter the word. So, I had the story of a, of a woman. Um, that can take us, you know, how to minister to, you know, she was hearing voices. She was hearing voices, you know. And she said, watch your head and stuff like that. And they showed her, you know, that, okay, she was actually running almost mad at her, the voices she was hearing. Okay? And nobody, nobody could deliver her. And they brought her to Kenneth again. And Kenneth just, you know, he does something where he lays hands and, and just knows the issue by revelation. And just, and just knows the issue. So just told her that, okay, um, I will pray for, I, I cannot deliver you. And everybody was shocked and I was, was like, why? Because you are enjoying the voices you are hearing. She said yes. They should have from scripture that this is hearing, you know, they're not true. She said on that she's enjoying what she's hearing. And you cannot believe that. You see that? So, you know, people, people hear things, okay? That you're hearing things does not mean you're hearing God. If you're hearing God, it has to align with scripture. Now, when someone says that, you know, God caused, the, God caused the earthquake, you know, that God told me he will send an earthquake, you know, and destroy them because they are sinners in that country. Show the person by the word, okay? That is not scriptural. So we don't just judge by what people say. They express it. it has to agree with the word. The Holy Ghost agrees with the word. The Holy Ghost agrees with the word. Okay? Amen. Hallelujah. Is that good? All right? So, going forward. John 16, 7. But I tell you the truth. It's your advantage that I go away. Okay? It's for your own good. It's your advantage that I go away. It says, if I don't go away... The helper, the comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him, the Holy Ghost, to you to be in close fellowship 
with you. Glory to God. Okay? So, it was good for us that Christ left. That the Holy Ghost can come and be in us forever. Amen. So, it means that the church of God has to display much more efficiency than the disciples did. Why? Because now we all have the Holy Ghost. We have all been empowered. We have all been enabled. So, there's, there's got to be something much more you know, in experience now that they have with Christ working with them on the earth. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Alright? So, God also leads us by the Spirit. Okay? He wants to lead us by the Spirit. Now, the word paracletos there, it means, as I said earlier, helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, okay, it means, you know, from close beside. The para there, para, from close beside, and the, the kalio, you know, the, the kletos, you know, the kalio. It means to make a call. Or, you know, a legal advocate who makes the right judgment call because it's based on the situation. Again, a legal advocate that makes the right judgment call because he's close enough to the situation. You get that? So, the Holy Ghost in you is your, you know, your advocate, your advisor, your lawyer, okay, your advisor that, can, that helps you make right judgment call. Why? Because it's close enough to the situation. Look at this. So the Holy Ghost knows all things. So it's close enough to every situation. He sees all things. So there's nothing before him hidden. He's close to, in touch with everything. So he can always help you make right judgment calls. Amen. He can always help you make sound decisions. Why? The Holy Ghost knows you. Your purpose. Your destiny. Your plans. He knows the world. And he knows God. So he's close enough in every dimension to, to help you make right judgment calls. Glory to God. So in every dimension, 3D, 6D, 25D, is uh, with you. And he, came, and he has the right perspective of everything. He sees everything clearly so he can help you make right judgment calls. Hallelujah. So we, we have to learn this, okay? That we are led by the Spirit. Okay? Amen. So number one, the believer is not led by the by experiences. The believer is not led by experiences, okay, or by people's testimonies. Why? People's experience might, 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 be, might be anti-scriptural, might be wrong. For example, when you see when you see in Job one, when the the, the guys came to tell Job and say, Job, you know, so we're dead together. Fire came from heaven, from God, you know, and destroyed the place. Now that person said so. But did God send the fire? No. So you, you, cannot be, you cannot judge your life by people's experiences, people's testimonies. In fact, people, even, people, even, they, people, people lie. So, someone will come online and say, you know, um, I worked hard. I read it before online. I worked hard, you know, I, I was diligent, started from nothing, you know. I didn't know anybody. I worked hard. And I found out that there's a lie now. Your daddy is also so person now. <laughs> so well, imagine if you let that person's story tension you. <laughs> so we're not, we're not like people's experiences. Or by the testimony, someone comes and says, Man, this job, ah, testimony in church, this job, I sold a seed of 100,000 and God opened the door. Now, what you don't know is that this went to meet the boss, you know, or the superior, and this is something I don't know about. But you now, he sold a seed. What do you do? You package your seed also and sow a seed for promotion. That's how it works. So you let the Bible lead you. You don't let people's gist tension you. People put a sort of jara in their stories, okay? So don't let people's testimonies get you tension. Check the scripture. 
okay, you have this, it's online. You know, see couple goals, everybody couple go, but you don't know the inside discussion. Okay, you now you're gonna have babe because someone has ten couple goals. No, relax, okay? Let God lead you. See, they don't let the things you see in the world. The people, what people say, let it put you in that trouble, you know. It happens a lot these days. Everybody's couple goes online, you know. But as an as an old man now, I don't say, you know, that's not how it is in real life. Okay. <laughs> that's not how it is in real life, but that's not how it is. Amen. The other you are, this don't just shake it. Mm. We've been here before. Every year there's a story online of, of, of a couple that casted this every year. Amen. So don't let people don't, don't let don't let the experiences or the testimonies lead you. Glory to God. Okay? You know, in Galatians 1 8 to 9, Paul told the church, he said, even if an angel appears to you and says something else, let that angel be accursed. What's he saying? I don't care what you see, it has to agree with the word. So even if you see angel, it has to agree with the word. Amen. No matter what you see, it has to, you know, the devil can come look like an angel. People think you see the devil coming, you know, if he comes to sky, you think you see him with on. Black, you know, like Mazano film with you know those white black face, white mark. Okay, no, he's smart. He will come the way you like people to come to you. He will come looking good. He will come looking good. Otherwise, it's not a temptation. If he comes to you looking like a terrible person, you will be tempted. But if he comes to you in your spec, there's an issue. So no matter what you see, we check things by scripture, by scripture. All right. Don't that Christ told, told Satan in temptation. It is written. They were trying to manipulate scripture. It is written. So we judge our experiences. We make decisions by scriptures well interpreted. Not just in an out of context. Not can come and say right now. And just pick up one line. And just use that one line to run and make. No, no, no. It's even funny. This is even true. People do something. People do something funny. They tell God, God speak to me. Now open your Bible. That God, anywhere, anywhere I open now is your word for me. <laughs> Trouble. So they just do Rah. ah Psalm 5 verse 6 <laughs> move to the left yes sir that side is left and they move left okay one thing we drive the glory to God be careful be careful see Satan is the god of this world system okay and he can manipulate it to, to mislead you so don't 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 be led by the things you see in the natural you can be misled that way the morning say, God, I'm read my Bible right now. Anywhere I open is where I want to read. Poof! Ah, I don't like this one. Let's do it again. You know, that's not how it works, okay? Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay? So, also, the believer is not led by throwing a fleece. What they call throwing a fleece. When you tell God, if this guy calls me now, is the right one. Have you seen that? Have you seen it before? You know, if this guy, if he calls me now, is the one. Or if the cock crows at 5 a.m. tomorrow, I will know this is your will. <laughs> Glory to God. Okay? A believer is not led by throwing a fleece. Again, why? The devil runs this word system. He can manipulate that fleece to mislead you. He can tell that guy, call him now, now call him now. And the guy who calls you, ah, it is the will of God. No, it's the devil's will for you. Okay? So you're not led by throwing a fleece. If the guy, or if the guy buys me a gift or God. <laughs> Glory to God. This is happen. You know, this is happen. I just want to married on a fleece, married on a fleece. That each person is your way for me, God. Let's so let ah God. Trouble. Trouble. So people say things like, but Gideon did it. Gideon the Bible through a fleece. Well, you're forgotten that Gideon was not born again. Gideon was in the Old Testament. 
and in their generation, their time, that was the best they had, throwing fleeces. They could not hear, they could not, they didn't have the Holy Spirit inside of them. So they, they, they were led by what they saw. So I know what happens to us. When God leaves something, the devil takes over it. So when people keep doing practices of the Old Testament, think they're worshipping God, a demon has taken the place. You've got to be careful. You have to be careful, okay? Someone says, it never brings like now. This is God's way for me. <laughs> this is where we do. Okay? So we are not led by throwing fleeces. The devil can manipulate those things to deceive, to deceive you. So the believer is not led by throwing a fleece. Okay? Um, by throwing a fleece, you could push yourself you know, into the devil's trap. Okay? So don't copy Gideon. Gideon was not saved. You have to, you have to be careful when you copy um, stories of the covenant. Okay? They don't have what we have. They were working with what they had then. Okay, so you cannot choose to copy, you know, their, their approach to many things, okay? You have to you know, understand everything in the new covenant. Okay? So you did it, you did it before and it, it worked for you. I thank God for your life, but don't try it again. Okay? It worked before. Risky. Okay? Don't try to do, you know, to the sand God's leading by throwing a fleece. Okay? Also, we're not led by zodiac signs. Zodiac signs. You know, this, 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 this is actually ridiculous, okay? There are believers, you hear believers saying, I'm a Libra. Like, did you head not the floor? You know, it's, it's <laughs> no, 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 really, you are a Libra. You know, you're, I, I, I'm like, <sighs> amen. Deuteronomy 18, 9 to 13. Deuteronomy 18, 9 to 13. Amen. See, these things there, people, people get into occultic things ignorantly. Okay? What we call zodiac signs, they are astrology, demon worship. Okay? Things from the East in the, in the, in the Old Testament. Okay? But now, because it sounds good, you know, we have to be careful what, what we, the things we copy. Alright? So he says, when that land Lord God has given you, do not imitate the detestable ways of nations there. Let no one among you sacrificing their sons, daughters, you know, or practicing divination or sorcery, okay, interpreting omens, engaging in witchcraft, you know, or casting spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is disabled to the Lord. Because of these impractices, the Lord your God we will drive others before you. You must therefore be blameless before the Lord your God. Daniel 2, 28. Then I replied, No wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner can, can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He has shown Kingdom Kadeza what will happen in days to come. Your dreams and visions that pass through your mind as you were laying, lying in bed are these. So he says, no astrologer, no diviner, okay, no magician can, you know, explain your life mysteries to you, okay? But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. Isaiah 8, 9, 10. When someone tells you to consult mediums, and spiritists who whisper and mutter. Look at that. Should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead 
on behalf of the living. So, should not a people inquire of their God? So, to, to know your life, your purpose, your calling, should not a people inquire of their God? Amen. So, when you have a God that speaks, that reveals, that communicates, that shows us stuff, should not you, okay, inquire of your God about your life? So when you look at, when you, when you try to see zodiac signs, you know, studying the stars, to see your life, how silly can somebody be? Okay? Because they gave birth to you in, in a month. That month is, is, is even, 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 if you, even if you don't have spiritual sense, you went to school. You went to school, you have an education. Glory to God. Okay? Some people also, you know, they, they go up and down to different prophets for, 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 for direction. Trouble, 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 trouble. Glory to God. Okay? This is not important. This is not important. Also, I'll get back to that. The believer is not led by rolling a die. <sighs> by casting lots. You know, if roll is die, if it's heads, I'm traveling to America. Oh, God. Glory to God. Okay? Now, people say, for example, that in Acts 1, 26, that um, the early church, the apostles did that. Of course, then they did not have the Holy Ghost. So the, the best they could do was what they did. They did not have the Holy Ghost. So they, the, what they had was, you know, they could do, you know, all those kind of stuff, right? But since, since then, when they got to the Ghost in Acts 2, they never did that again. You will not find anywhere again that the church or the apostles, okay, cast lots to know God's will. Okay? Like when, when, we, have, we have to learn this. We have to, we have to learn. We have to grow, okay, grow away from practices of the old covenant. Here, we don't rule a die to know God's will. We are led by the Spirit. Amen. Amen. So we see in Acts 13, 1 to 3. Okay? Let's, let's go to Acts. Let's read Acts 1, 15, 26. Then go to Acts 1, 13, 13, 13, 13, Acts 13, 1 to 3. In those days, let's stop among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, Brothers and sisters, the scripture had fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost spoke, through, spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. Verse 18. Okay, let's go to verse 20. For said Peter, it's written in the book of Psalms, may his place be deserted and let another one dwell in it. And may another take this, may another take his place of leadership. 21. Therefore, it is necessary for us to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time. The whole time was living amongst us. 22. Beginning from just baptism to the time when it was taken up from us. For one of these must become for us a witness of his resurrection. So, denominated two men. Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justus, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two men you have chosen, you know, to take over his apostolic ministry, which has left to go where it belongs. 26. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias. So it was added to the eleven apostles. Now, again, this was before they received the Holy Ghost. So they prayed and threw and cast lots, okay, to decide what, you know, what they thought God was saying. 
But that was the last time that ever happened. Subsequently, you know, they never did that again. Acts 13. Acts 13. Acts 13. Now, in the church of Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simon, called Niger, Lucius of, of Cyrene, Manian, who had brought up under Herod Tatiak, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Look at that, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for what we have called them. Look at that. So after they had prayed and fasted, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. So you see that. Now they were being led by the Holy Spirit speaking. Okay? No longer by rolling a die or by casting lots, but by the voice or the inward witness of the Spirit. Or by prophecy, stuff like that, okay? But they, they stopped being led by reading the dime, by, by what they could see in natural, but being, rather being led by the prompting, the leading, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Do you see that? Do you see that? Okay? Awesome. Amen. So again, the believer is not led by pastor or prophet. Let me explain. Alright? Now, in, 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 your, in those covenants, only the priest or the king, you know, even mostly the priests, okay, had access to hear God. Right? So whoever needed to hear God had to run to the prophet to say, you know, prophet, what is God's will in this matter? Right? But now, in the New Covenant, every believer has the Holy Ghost. Every believer has access to God. Every believer has access to God, okay? And Every believer should be hearing the Holy Ghost. So, in this dispensation, the best thing the pastor can do for you is to advise, confirm, you know, um, guide. You know, but he cannot help you make decisions. He cannot tell you this is what you must do. No, you have it. It has to agree with what God tells you. Otherwise, oh, don't do it. But don't. You, you probably not act on it yet. Okay, because you also hear the Holy Ghost. So you have got to make sure that you're not outsourcing your direction, you're hearing God to your pastor. It could backfire. Now, we see cases where people marry because pastor said, this is your wife. I saw it. You know, with confident voice. I saw it. Amen. Right? Okay, so people marry because pastor said, that's dangerous. He won't leave the house with you. It will only join, and that's the end of it. Whatever happens next, to your to Israel. Okay? So you cannot marry because pastor said, this is the man I fell my dream for you. Dangerous. Dangerous. You know, people, people, people manipulate. People, some people join people together because you want to keep, you want to keep that rich man in your church. You give the man, you give the man a rich man, a white wife in your church. You want to keep him there. So that your daughter in law, you know, that daughter in law can never leave you. Right? Now you, you join it together. The man can stay with his money and be tight. People, people do these things. People do it. Sadly so, right? So you cannot outsource your hearing God your choices, your, your direction to a pastor or prophet. Okay? Ideally, what it says should confirm what you already know or you already heard from God. Do you understand? Okay? What the pastor tells you should confirm what you've already heard from God. Now, can a pastor or prophet tell you what God hasn't told you yet? Yes. Should you make big choices based on that? No. You should go back and pray about it. Let God confirm 
if it is his will or not. And if you are yet unsure, do not act on it. Do you understand? So, for example, um, Chris, Chris Vinaton, uh, the head of prophetic ministry in Bethel, told the woman that you are, you know, you are, you don't have a music ministry, you have to sing and play instruments. But at, at that point, when I told the woman, the man was so bad, you couldn't even, even understand tones, you didn't know jack about music. And you told him, I said, that me, it can't be me now. Me, I don't know anything about music. But, no, but Chris Vinaton said, you know, speaking by the Holy Ghost, like, I'm sure what I'm saying. The man came back a year after. You know, that, that happened. So I'm saying that, of course, the Holy Ghost can show you things, okay? Can show you things, can show your path of things that he hasn't shown you yet. But you should not go and change your life choices based on, you know, your life decisions, based on pastor said, this is God's will for you. For example, don't go and leave your job. And, because pastor said that job, no, no, no. You have got to have an inward witness. You have to, you have to, there has to be an agreement in your spirit. The what pastor is saying is God's will for you. Otherwise, go and pray about it. Some people do, you know, they take their boyfriend's name to their, to their, their pastor. They take, they take two names. Tell pastor, you know, two names. They will take three, okay? Femi, Wolani Waju, and Adani Koko. Now, pastor, these three names, which of them is, your will, is God's will for me? Pastor, pastor now going, you know, funny things, right? How 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 silly how how, how uh. Amen. Okay, you cannot be that kind of person. You have in you the Holy Ghost that wants to lead you yourself. So, if you now marry by, by by what Pastor said, how will you be able to be sure that you did God's will when you are choosing the marriage? Do you understand? When, when, when push gets to shove, how you tell me that God you led me to this thing? No, how will you, how will, how will you tell God that? Whew. Amen. So that can be you, okay? That can be you. Of course, pastor can advise. In fact, if you are going to make, make some big choices, okay, talk to your pastor about it, talk to your spiritual about it, just discuss it, okay? But it, will, it should not be telling with authority that this is what you must do. No. It can tell you, okay, I think you should do this. I feel this is wise, okay? But no matter whatever it tells you must be what, you know, must, 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 must have an agreement in your own Spirit. Now, I didn't say in your mind because there are issues where even though you know that what I'm saying is true, or because you like that thing, you can be arguing, okay? So, amen. So, in about this prophet and pastor thing, right? Now, there are times when your pastor, or let's say pastor, you know, you, you know each other very well. He knows you well by experience of revelation and can, in some way, you know, discern most accurately something about you. Okay, you should give more at, give more um, attention to what it says to you. Okay, but still make sure you pray, you take time to to get a confirmation from God before you act on pastor said in the major areas of your life. Okay, so so for example, in twenty in twenty sixteen, a pastor friend told me that God said. I, I, I'd not be scared of traveling out. And at that point in my life, there was, there was pressure, there was pressure from everywhere to travel abroad. We were giving pressure. You know, travel abroad and all that kind of stuff. But I knew in my heart that, no, God is not saying that. But, but the pastor told me randomly that God, but I knew. Okay? So, I can't pack my bag and go based on pastor said. No. 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 It won't be there with me. It won't be there with me. Okay? So, I have to have confirmation from here. 
So that when push gets to shove, I can say, ah, I know that I know that God said this to me. Okay? Okay? Glory to God. See, when, when your wife says, Pastor, Pastor tell you, please, go and pray to God. Realize, you will not have to be an issue. You will tell at some point, I see, I have my wife, my wife and kids too. So you must know how to be led by the Spirit so that you can be able to, you know, deal with issues as they come. Glory to God. All right? Is that good? You know, um, talking about this, this, uh, this year of, of leading. Now, if you serve under a leader, a pastor, and you feel led to do something in an area where you are accountable to him, Amen, guys. In the area where you are accountable to him, okay, you should try to, you should not act on your leading without getting approval. So, for example, you sit up in church as a, as a head of prayer or, head of, let's say, head of prayer group, and you, you, you perceive that God is telling you to tell the church to go on prayer and fasting, for example. And you tell pastor, pastor says, not yet. I don't feel so. You know, you should yield your leading to your, to your boss. Some people now say, ah, pastor is not spiritual. I said this, pastor did not see it. No, 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 no. You should yield your leading to your superior. Do you understand? Because God will not sponsor rebellion. Amen. God will not sponsor rebellion. So, you know, if you're under somebody, yield your leading to the person. For example, in a family, okay, in a family, According to scripture, the husband is the head of the home. Like, like it or hate it, it's the Bible that said it's not me. Okay? The husband is the head of the home. So you now hear God as a woman and say, God said that the family should um, relocate to Kaduna or Canada. Amen. But the husband says, um, I'm not hearing this. I don't feel it is true. So no way. Now, as a wise woman under God, you yield your leading to your husband. So what should you do? Go and pray about so that he also begins to see what God is saying to you. Okay? If God is truly telling you that, then God is also ready to show your husband. Do you understand? So you have no right to start crying and say, he did not answer me. He, no, 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 no. God will not sponsor rebellion. Okay? I say, hey, but God... God told me so. I'm living in this country. I'm, I'm, I'm going abroad. I'm living in this country. God will not sponsor rebellion. Okay? You pray until you both agree on it and you take action. In a way, when it comes to things like this in the family, if you don't walk in your husband, you can pray to your blue in the face and get no answer. It's so important. Okay? Unity, agreement, submission, and love. Amen. All right? So the believer is led by, you know, by the Spirit. The believer is led by the activity of the Holy Ghost with his own spirit. Look at it. There is a spirit in man. The breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. So there is a spirit in man, your spirit, okay? The relationship, the communion, the communication of the Holy Ghost to the man's spirit gives him understanding. Amen. Proverbs 20, Proverbs 20, The human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. The human spirit 
is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. So, Enkajib says, um, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching the inward parts of his belly. So, the, God leads you. God, God eliminates you by his spirit through your spirit. Get that? So, your spirit man is the candlelight. is the lamp of your life. So, you hear God, you hear the Holy Ghost by your own spirit. It's a spirit to spirit communication. Glory to God. Acts 27.10 Paul on that ship that had issues, right? says, men, I perceive NKGV that, that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. Now, Paul perceived. Okay? So, you know, it is a spiritual um, communication process. Glory to God. Are we, com- are we following? Romans 8. Romans 8 from verse 9. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. Stop there. See, this is it. Every believer has the Holy Ghost. Now you would think everybody should know this, right? But it's still shocking. It's fine believers not knowing that they have, they have the spirit of God. I'm like, it's gone. No, it's, it's basic knowledge of Christianity. Christianity 101. When you got saved, you receive the Holy Ghost. So if you're a believer, you have in you the Holy Spirit. If you don't have him, you're not saved. If you don't have him, you're not saved. Okay, so but if you belong to Christ, you have a spirit. Glory to God. Verse 10. But if Christ is in you, even though your body is away to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. 11. And if the spirit of... Okay, let's go to verse 14. Look at that. For those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. Look at that. So number one, we all have the spirit. That's in Romans 8, 9. We all have the spirit. Look at that. And verse 14 says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So, children of God are led by the Spirit of God. Children of God are what? Led by the Spirit of God. So, if you belong to Christ, you have the Holy Ghost, and thus you have access, glory to God, to be led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. That's so good, okay? So, I am Spirit-led. I don't, I don't live my life with guesses or trial and error. I don't shoot and hope for the best. I am led by the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. So, I am, because I am a child of God, I have access to the leading of the Spirit. So, say after me, I am led by the Spirit. Say it again. I am led by the Spirit. I am a child of God. I have the Holy Ghost. I am led by the Spirit. I walk in light. I walk in clarity. I walk in understanding. No confusion here. No confusion here. No doubt here. No darkness here. I walk in light. 
John says, this light shines in darkness and what? Darkness cannot comprehend it. So I walk in light that darkness cannot comprehend. I always know what to do. I always know where to turn. I always know I have accuracy of decision making. I don't live by guesses. Glory to Hallelujah. I don't live by guesses. I am led by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That's so good. I am led by the Spirit of God. I am led. I am led. Amen. I am led. So you should live this way. Okay? When you have the choice to make, remind yourself that you are the led of the Spirit. You have access to God. Amen. The advisor, the advocate, okay, that gives you sound judgment calls because, you know, he knows everything. Close enough situation. is by your side. It's in you. So you are well instructed. You are well directed. You know what to do about it. You know what to do about that issue. Higher. You know what to do. You don't judge by what I see alone. There's, you have much more perception, much more perspective than the, the natural man has. Higher. So you have much more perspective, much more vision, much more sight than what natural men have. So the natural man says, my hope is to leave this country. But you, because you see far your natural, you see a hope for you even right here where it looks, too, where it looks so dark. You see, because you are led by the spirit, not by what your eyes can see alone. So look at Lot. When Abraham and Lot and Lot parted ways. Lot chose by natural. He land was posh to was off was all the fair game. Why? That was what his eye could see. Green land. Okay? Guess what? It got there and was trouble. He had to run away. Why? You cannot discern tomorrow about you today. Today is too limited for, for, for your life, okay? You have got to be led by much more than what you can see. What we see can change, okay? You have to be led by the Holy Ghost. So when you, when you let the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost knows today, knows yesterday, knows tomorrow, he knows forever. So it's ever accurate. So he can always help you make sound judgment calls. So you want to make good decisions. Let the Holy Ghost lead you. So how does the Holy Ghost lead? Okay? Now, when you say when you say scripture, there are many ways the Holy Spirit leads, right? We see stuff like the audible voice, where someone hears loudly that you no know, God called and said, you know, like like um, like Samuel, when when Lord called him, okay, the, the audible voice, right? Some you see some places where angels spoke, God let God let them through angels, right? You, you see where let, let them with dreams and visions. Right? We see where also where you know that just Christ appeared to them, like when they, like, like he appeared to appear to Paul. Also. Now these are spectacular, but they are also rare. This is not how the spirit leads us every day. These ones can happen unplanned. Now you cannot pray and say, Jesus Christ, I want to see you. you cannot fast, not that I'm fasting that I want to see Jesus come and tell me what to do. You'll be dead till you die. Nothing will happen. When you pray and say, God, I want to hear the audible voice. I want to hear your audible voice. They can say, the Lord said to me, Oga, you might be there forever. And guess what? If you camp where God is not, they can accommodate you. So people say, hearing voices. Because you have no right to tell God, you must speak to me in this way. No. No. 
No. We say, God, tonight I must have a vision. Dangerous things. Okay? Then we can also show a vision. Amen. Okay, so you cannot decide how God will lead in those areas. Those are spectacular, okay? So in a bit, people miss out on supernatural because they want spectacular. Again, people miss out on supernatural because they want to spectacular. They want to see fire and brimstone. That's not how it works. Right? All right? So for example, when I was younger, I saw Jesus Christ. Now, I can't remember if it was real or vision. I can't, because it's now, it's now very fuzzy. But I know I saw Jesus when I was young. I was probably seven or eight then. Right? And since then, nothing. So imagine if I, if I, if I keep saying that, I only know God is speaking to me when I see Jesus Christ again. I might never, I might never hear him again. All right? So nothing, nothing can happen, but they are very rare. For, even for the, for the most deep people, maybe... For the most, for the most gifted spiritually, for the most youth, for the most, in quote, special, in quotes, maybe twice in your lifetime. Maybe twice. Most of us never. Okay, so you cannot hang your leading on those spectacular things. Okay, so also you cannot hang your leading on hearing a word from people. This is very, very dangerous. Very in a church where we have got a lot. I'm saying God, you know, says somebody's coming to a word for me, okay? They are, playing with, they are playing with fire. Don't go and be asking for a word. Like, give me a word. Give me a word. They're looking for trouble for misled, so to, 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 be, to be misled. Amen. So, we don't go about begging for vision or word of knowledge. No. That's childish. And it's also dangerous. You can be misled that way. Alright? So, when you read, when you read the Bible, you don't find anywhere in New Covenant where someone was begging for revelation knowledge. And saying, Paul, what do you see for me? What do you, Paul, what? No, no, no. It doesn't work that way anymore. That was before Christ had resurrected, okay? But now, like, what have the Holy Ghost? We don't beg to hear God. No, no, we don't, we, don't, we don't do that anymore, okay? We don't go about begging, ah, God, let, let someone hear from me. Let someone hear from me. You are playing with trouble. Amen. So please, I, I urge us as TGC members, I don't want to ever hear it again that God, someone should give me a word. I don't, I don't, hear, I don't hear that again. That pastor, have, have word for me now, Oga. You don't pressure out word. Amen, guys. You don't pressure out revelation. Don't, don't, don't force it out. Otherwise, people can hear for you in the flesh and you will think in spirit. Okay? What should you do? You want to hear God about something? Pray about it. Pray. And God will speak to you through your inner witness. And if need be, He will send somebody else also to confirm what He has told you. But you are not to go about saying, Who has a word for me? No. No, no, no. Okay? I'll say that again one more time. You are not to go about asking who has a word for me. You will find it nowhere in Scripture, in the New Covenant, where anybody went about asking who has a word for me. No. Okay? Amen. Glory to God. All right, so how are we led? In, how are we led? Two major ways. Two major ways. We are led by the inward witness, the inward witness, and the inward voice, the still small voice. Back to Romans eight. Romans eight. Romans eight. We come in. Glory to God. Romans eight. Verse 16. If I didn't say amen. 
Romans 8 verse 16. Are we learning? Romans 8 16. The Spirit Himself. Bear not our spirit that we are God's children. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are God's children. Okay? So, you know, it's, it's an inner knowing. How do you know? You just, you know from how you feel from inside. Now, for example, you have a choice to make. Let's say, for example, you have two job offers. Okay? And um, they are both good. One looks better than the other one. You know, that's better, 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 better um, perks. You know, um, and you know, maybe even, even class your house. You know, and you know, it feels right. It feels very right. But in your heart, there's more peace on the other one. Even though that one looks better, okay? You, know, you just know, ah, inside though, my heart is turning in this direction. That's, that's the inward witness. That's the inward witness. So, you know, it is a, it is a voice, it's, it's, it's a knowing, a checking of restraint or permission. Okay? It's, it, it gives you either a restraint or a green light. Yeah, that's the word. A green light or a red light. You, I'm sure you know this by experience. Like, yeah, there are times when, you, when, when, it, when it's something, you just felt ah, this thing no jail. And it, it looks so right, but it just didn't, just, it just felt like ah, something is off here. Or you have to go out today, you, you plan to go out, and you are dressed to go and just feel in your mind, just, just feel this, this feeling of heaviness, this feeling of stay where you are. Okay? That's how the inward witness works a green light or a red light. Sometimes it is stronger, it is heavier, okay? But it's still the same thing the inward witness. Okay? Please, this is how the Holy Ghost leads us primarily. What am I saying? Don't wait for vision to come, it might never happen. Okay? Okay, those, those things happen now and then, right? But you cannot wait for it, for it in, a, in, a, in a choice you have to make. Don't say, God, you will show me in a vision what to do. Nope. Okay? We are led by the inward witness. We are led by the what? Inward witness. Amen. This is very important for us, okay? We are not led... See, those things of seeing and hearing, those vision and dreams, usually, those, the visions we see in church and all that, usually, eh, it's for others. I've noticed it. That you see for people, other people, very clearly. But for yourself, when I go that far now. Yeah, because we are not led by that. We are led by the inward witness. For others, yes, you can have a dream, you know, uh, a vision, you know, or, or a clear voice, right? When it comes to your own life, oh, that is not how you are led. Painfully so. <laughs> you are led by the inward witness. Glory to God. Okay, so please, appreciate this. Stop waiting for vision and dreams, okay? You are led primarily by the inward witness. See, in fact, then, if you have a vision, sorry, a vision, and you still don't have an agreement in your inward witness, it's not God you saw. So you pray, you know, or you, not, you just went to bed, and you just saw this guy that you know is asking you out, and you like him small, and the guy is set, you know, everything is, everything is there. 
his spiritual self. He has money. Yeah, and guys asking you out, and like guys ready to marry self. And you to ah, oh, this can work. And he's trying, he's trying to dream. Then the guy, you know, proposed to you, knelt down, you know, did your, your dream proposal. Your dream proposal set. Now, it does not mean God is showing you that. It can be your, 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 your enemy, the devil, showing you. Do you understand? Because it will be your imagination, your desire, showing up in your dream. So you don't judge your life by dreams. It is too risky. The Bible says that dreams come from what? What of business? Dreams come from what? What sort of business? Dreams come from anywhere. Could be from the devil, from God, from your mind, from a movie. Yeah. So you don't make your life's choices by dreams. So, even if you have a dream or a vision, you still have to check with the inward witness. So that was I mean. Why not follow inward witness and stop waiting for visions and dreams? They might come. They might not come. What, what you always have is the inward witness. And that one is sure, always there. Do you understand? Do you understand? This is, this is so key. Okay? Glory to God. So we are led primarily by the what? Inward witness. We are also led by the inward voice. That still small voice. Now sometimes the voice is heavier and more authoritative. Now for example... I remember this, this one time, you know, normally when I'm, when I'm treating, when I I'm, when I'm, have, have, have a symptom of an, of an headache, I don't use drugs. I just pray and it goes. But that day, I heard so strongly as in, to look, get up now, use, use drugs. As in, it was as though the word pushed me. It was so strong, okay? That was the inward voice, however stronger. So, this way it works. The voice gives direction, instruction. Look at this. Follow me. The voice gives instruction. Direction. The witness gives checks. Green lights, red lights. But when it, when, you, when it comes to hearing exactly the details, it comes by the inward voice. So, for example, sometimes when I'm reading the Bible and some parts feel unclear, I just go, Ria, Tegesh, Togo, Scatter, Gapra, and finally it's pam, 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 that's come together. The inward voice. Do you understand? So, usually, it's usually still small voice. It just, it just drops. Okay? Awesome. So we have the inward witness and the inward voice. So if it doesn't feel good on the inside, don't do it. If it feels like a red light on the inside, don't do it. Okay? But if you feel joy and peace in that direction, it's likely God leading you with the green light. Do you understand? Do you understand? Okay? Don't forget that. We are spirit beings, okay? And God is spirit. So God leads us spiritually. Spiritually. The spirit to spirit communication. For example, you could be in your house about to go out. And just in your spirit man, go and turn off the gas. You know, I just find out, I find out that that was all not the well. You forgotten about it. Why? But the Holy Ghost, you know, reminded you by the inward voice. Amen. Is that good? So the, this guy talked about a testimony that someone gave. He was going out. He was at the bus stop. And he just said in the spirit man, move left. You know? And the guy moved. Next thing, a car came crashing there. Look at that. God was told him, move. And he just 
Oof. Let's see the car. Oof. Or you hear people that say, get that the bus. And they just, they just knew their spirit, man, something is wrong in this bus. And they came down. And before you know it, you get on the road that um, the bus was one chance. Something happened. You see? It is important for us that we pay attention to the voice of the spirit. The checks. You know, don't go about blind. Don't, don't form this bond. When you have that in what is about something, obey it. Something, you know, you know why? Yeah, but that, that man died. He was a good man. Were you there in his life? Do you know his story? You know if God told him, don't go there and he went and something bad happened to him. Yeah, but he had faith. Now that faith is, is obeying the leading of God. Okay? If you don't obey the leading, that, that faith might not work. Do you understand? That faith there, what was making God tell you? Don't go there. Okay? Someone will say, ah, that man's a pastor. What happened to him? Oh, God, you don't know his story. Do you understand? This is so key. Okay? You have to practice obeying the lead of the Spirit. If you don't feel sure about it, don't act yet. You know, Jesus was beginning to he was normalize saying, and I pray about it. Make it normal. Normalize it. Again, believers must normalize saying, can I pray about it? So someone asks you, what, can I pray about it? No, no, wait right now. Let it look like as though it is not, you're not being, you're not being, uh, um, I'll have English word, not being modern, not being touched to say, can I pray about it? What, what happened to us? What, what happened to us? What happened to us? What happened to saying, can I pray about it? Why have, why have we made this sense look like it's, it's, it's just being weird? You know how funny it is? We have the real deal. We act as though we have the inferior stuff. We have the real deal. The Holy Ghost in us to lead us. We need to be more bold about it. Now, can I go and check with the Holy Spirit about this thing? Do you understand? We have got to normalize, normalize saying, can I pray about it? The way of God will forever be relevant. Don't let people downplay these things for you. Don't be shy about things of God. You have the real deal. So comes and says, um, there's this land, you know, this land in so-and-so place, you know, ah, in Lekki, you know, and this land then, it remains only two acres. And in so-and-so price, you must pay today, otherwise the deal is gone. Okay? If you just go and put your money, you might get burnt. Normalize saying, can I, can I check back with you? Can I go back and check? Can I pray about this? Can I do, can I do for that research? Okay, if there's a person a non-believer, you can say, can I go and, uh, can I do for that research about it? But no matter what, go and buy time to hear God on the issue. People have lost huge sums of money because they did not wait to hear God. So God took, God took care of things. God just got a person and told him, and I told him that, okay, this is the last time I appear to you this way. Okay, the way you've been led predominantly is by the inward witness. And if you follow the word witness, I will make you rich. Look at that. How? Help him make smart choices. Lead him to the right places. Not just anywhere that looks good. Do you understand? If we allow the Holy Ghost to lead us in every choice, and it will lead us beside still waters. It will lead you beside still waters. And even when he's struggling, you know it is there with you, and you come out looking good. Hallelujah. You have to normalize taking decisions by the help of the Spirit. 
Joshua has told them. He says, I judge rightly. Why? Because I don't judge by what my eyes see. I judge by the leading of my father. So I judge rightly. So also, if you judge your life rightly, if you judge things rightly, you have got to normalize being led by the Spirit. Amen. So some, some people ask, how will I know this is not my mind? Okay? Awesome. Now, you have to practice these things, okay? These things grow by reason of use. What do I mean? Practice it. Practice in small things. Before it becomes who will I marry? Okay? So, yeah. So when you have a choice to make, go and pray about it. When you pray, you find that your heart is tending more in one way. You find that there is more peace or a red light in a particular direction. So, for example, you have a choice to make. What do you do? Lord, the Bible says that the of God are led by the Spirit of God. Dear Lord, show me what is going to do in this case. And you pray about it. You, just, you find that you find either a red light or a green light of that matter. The more you pray, the heavier the red light or the green light will be. What do you do? Until you have that clarity, don't stop praying. Okay? The more you pray, the stronger the choice to make becomes. Do you understand? Okay, so don't be in a rush. Spend time to pray. Okay? At some point, you, you, you feel a level of certainty knowing that, okay, this is God's will for me. Okay? So this, 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 this is a practice of it. Go and pray so you have the clarity you want. You either know, you either have a, a heavy red light or a heavy green light. The more you pray about it, the stronger direction will be. Some, some people have, you know, their preferred answer. Now, if you want to call your preferred answer, you might have issues here because why? Your, the answer you want will be, will be blocking the way. So first things first, yield your answers to God. Yield your, let, let God know that God, I submit my will to you. Okay, I want your will to be done in this, not mine. I yield my will to you. Okay, so keep saying, keep praying until you get to a point where even you're not, okay, I'm surrendered to God. I'm yielded. Now I'm ready to hear God on this. That when you now pray, God, show me your will. You, you will get answers quicker. Now, some of us pray for direction, and we don't hear because we have what we want to hear. So even when God is telling us, the split man cannot pick it because we are not, you know, we, are, we have had our minds and reasoning clearly what we want to hear from God. Do you understand? So, do you understand? So, please, when you go to prayer, submit your will to God. Submit your will to God, okay? Pray about it. Spend time. It, it was means to wait, wait on the Lord. Wait there. Use your will to God. That God, I know in my heart I want this thing, this is what I want, okay? But I also know that I have to commit my will for you so they can direct my path. So therefore, Lord, I yield my desires to you. I will do what you say. You stay there praying that until you know that, yes, I have yielded my desire to God. I'm now willing to do what he says. And at that point, you would have clarity of direction. Do you understand? Do you understand? Glory to God. Whoosh! So, examples. Can you remember that part of uh, who has seen that movie, The Train? Right? That part where Mike Bamiloe, let me, let me call it well, Daddy, 
my family because I have respect. <laughs> when I was younger, you know, he wanted to go to the tertiary institution and he had two offers. Naturally, he chose the one that was the best school. But he got there. I was like, tell God, thank you because, you know, you did this for me. You gave me two offers. And he just knew in his heart that God was telling him, not here. You're that place. Ha! Ha! Now, to make it worse, if the that place was just good, sharp, but no, not as good, but actually still good. It's like easier. But the place God was leading him to was wilderness. They didn't, have, they didn't have roof over their head in that school. But God led him there. That's so important. How did he know? He didn't hear a voice. It was from inside inward witness. Okay? So you just know. You just know that. Ah. Now, the more you pray, the sharper this thing gets. The more you pray, the sharper the leading gets. Okay? Okay? Glory to God. This is so important. So important. So, another example. Mm. Okay, let me use boy girl again. I like, I like, I like boy girl examples. Again, your dream guy asks you out. He has everything you want, okay? Spiritually, physically, materially. But there's, there's no peace about it. Even though he's the speck, you know? Even though he's a speck. He's a speck. He's a speck, speck, speck. He's a spectator. <laughs> he's a speck. Glory to God. As in, spiritually sound. Yeah, they pray and all that. He's doing for, he has a good job too. He's so kind. He has the body build. You know, he's like every, every woman, every, every church girl's dream. You know them, right? But in your heart, there's no, there no peace there. What should you do? Run. There's more to life than what you see. Alright? There's more to life than what you see. So trust the leading of the Spirit. Glory to God. Another example of this boy-girl thing. So, another guy, another guy there, you know, that is, is a good Christian, you know, but he's not there materially. He's not yet there. As in, when I look at him, he's not, he's not there. That guy has a car. This one is still entering, not even Uber, entering bus. Cannot afford Uber yet. He's entering bus. You know, he's not there yet. He's dressing as one is one kind, you know. They try a shower, but ah, ah, he used to wear red chocolate. Ah, <laughs> glory to God. <laughs> Amen. You know, but you feel you are that. There's something here. You just feel like something. What should you do? Go and pray about it. Go and pray more. You know why? You don't, you don't have to say yes. You don't have to say yes today. You, you're not married tomorrow. You're not married next tomorrow. What should you do? Don't say yes, yes. Don't say the yes, yes. Go and pray. Okay? When, as you pray, you find a bigger conviction of a yes or a no. Especially if you're, if you're not going there to tell God what you, what you want him to say. You go to God with an open heart for him to lead you. As you pray more, pray in tongues more, you find, you know, much more conviction in where it's leading you to. Now, for example, same, same story, same the train, my family and... Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website, www.thisgreenchurch.org, for more info. God bless you.